this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 19 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one's going to be about um, I suppose it's something like social anxiety or social fears or something because I had a little experience today that was quite funny so I thought I would talk about talk about it and because I learnt quite a few things um, after it happened so you'll be able to find show notes and stuff at sofreeart.com and if the podcast sounds a little bit different this week it's because I'm recording this on my Surface Pro now because the the Kindle which I normally record on has decided to stop working (laughs) so it might sound a bit different I have to play with the settings and stuff so if that's if you noticed that. I've uploaded another YouTube video and you can find that at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson and pretty soon I'll be putting up um, little what I'm going to call Sophie's little art tips which are just going to be little sort of one to two minute um, little art tips and the first one is going to be about using a makeup brush to remove a razor and debris from your paper it's just a little tip on how to keep your paper smudge free when you're drawing. So I'm going to be doing little tips like that. And I'm also going to be covering the inspirational artists and their artwork. And I'm hoping also to put in a little like diary posts as well, where I'll be reading some of my diary posts and talking about some of the things to do with transitioning and stuff. And talking about that, something really quite amazing happened this week, because there's a lady called Delia who I was talking to back in 2004, so like 14 years ago, uh, we were talking, and that was when I had first put myself online as as being Sophie, but nobody knew. I was still very much like hiding the fact that I was transgender, uh, and we got talking, and she was just really nice, and then one day I woke up and decided I wanted to throw everything away and try to not be transgender. <laughs> which is impossible Um, and when I did that I basically just deleted everything off my computer and stuff so I just vanished and stopped talking to her in 2004 but she managed to find me and send me a little message last week and we got talking and it turns out that well because at the time she too was very much right at the very start of like understanding and realizing that she was transgender And over the last 14 years, she basically managed to pull off her transition. And her story is absolutely amazing. She's got a website at therealdelia.com, which I'll put in the show notes. But her story is so, it's very inspiring. Because basically, she was an actor. She decided it was time for her to do her transition. So she took 10 years out of being an actor, managed to overcome all of the obstacles of transitioning and then returned back to the theatre and is now a famous transgender actress. So it's just an amazing story and she has inspired me so much over the last week. I just want to say thank you to Delia and definitely check out her website at realdelia.com and then I think now it's time to jump into this week's topic which is all about social fears which I guess links in with transgender and art being an artist as well um but what happened today was it's it's very random but um when i go to work 
we have to clock on and off so I always set an alarm on my phone to go off when it's time to leave so I set this alarm but today I was able to leave a bit earlier and got onto the bus and I was sat on the back of the bus and there's quite a lot of people around and as I was sat there suddenly the sound of an alarm started going off and my first thought was I wonder whose that is <laughs> and I started looking around to see if because there was somebody wearing headphones I thought maybe it was his alarm and because he had his headphones in he somehow didn't hear it or something and, and I was just looking around thinking I wonder whose alarm that is and in about two minutes of this alarm going off I suddenly realised it was my alarm and I'd forgotten to turn it off so in that moment I had a decision where I could either go into my bag and turn the alarm off um, but I felt I felt a bit um, anxious as if if I I felt like if I turn the alarm off everybody's going to know that it was my alarm going off so instead of turning it turning it off which I, sh- I think I probably should have done instead of turning it off I just left it and the thoughts going through my head were I started thinking if I just leave it then maybe nobody will know that it's mine and you couldn't really the weird thing was you couldn't really tell where it was coming from but I guess if you sort of really listened hard you probably could have worked it out that it was coming from my bag but it was a weird sound where it didn't sound like it was coming from my bag until I realised that I'd set, I'd forgot to turn the alarm off so I'm now sat on the bus and the alarm's going off and I know that it's my alarm and I have decided to not turn it off and I know it will go off at some point because I think I, I thought I, I thought I remembered it going off on its own before so I'm now sat there waiting for it to go off and I suddenly started feeling so many different types of feelings because I started feeling really anxious of like oh my god what if everybody knows that it's my alarm <laughs> um, and then I started thinking like why didn't I just turn it off when I could have had the chance because the longer I leave it the harder it's going to be to turn it off and then it got to this point where it was about 10 minutes and this alarm's going off and everybody can hear this alarm going off but nobody was saying anything which was really funny <laughs> um, and I'm I started just observing my thoughts as this alarm's going off and I started to realise that it was both awkward, it was anxious, there was lots of anxiousness, um, but the, it was also really funny. So um, if I wanted to, I just started thinking, what I started thinking was, this alarm's going off and it's my alarm. And I started looking at everybody, trying to work out what they were thinking and you could see some people like were looking around and then this one lady because I was right at the back I could see everybody this one lady took her phone out of her bag and looked at her phone as if thinking is is it my alarm <laughs> um, and then she put her phone back so I started to find it really funny but it kept flicking between being really funny and suddenly being really anxious because I started thinking what if they actually do know that it's mine but it was weird because I sort of realised that I was in control of how I felt and so that situation could have been either funny or really anxious and like awkward it was both at the same time which was it was really strange for me to to sort of feel and what happened was this it actually carried on for in total just over 20 minutes which is mad and more and more people got onto the bus and it was actually jam-packed and I even had people sitting in front of me looking at me because that's the way the bus works and the, the seats at the back are facing each other and there was even a little girl uh, with a, she had like a dolly and she was sat right next to me in front of me 
And I started thinking, what if she says to her mum, Mum, what's that noise? But this was what's so weird, is that nobody said anything. <laughs> but there were some people in front of me, there was a bloke and a woman, who I could just... Like, I was watching everybody to see what they were thinking. I was trying to work out what everyone was thinking, and uh, this lady started turning around, and then she turned back, and you could sort of see her, like, um, tutting to her husband. And then he started looking around with a look of, like, for God's sake, will some, whoever, will they turn that alarm off? <laughs> um, which I just found funny, but I also found really awkward at the same time. And then what's really, really funny is... Because I started thinking, because I was thinking it was funny at one moment, and then the next minute I started thinking, what am I going to do when I get off? Because when I get off, the sound is going to follow me, so everybody's going to know it's me. Because I started thinking, um, maybe I could take the phone out and turn it off, like pretend I'm looking at something. But I knew that if I did that, the sound would get louder, so I couldn't do that. I thought about maybe sliding my hand into my bag and trying to fumble about but I thought somebody would see that so I started getting a bit anxious thinking I can't turn it off and in a moment I'm gonna have to get off the bus with this sound following me um so that was another thing it was like one minute it was really funny but then if I ever started thinking about what was going to happen when I had to get off I started to get quite anxious (laughs) so I was just observing all of these different feelings at the same time but what's really funny is um, just before the bus stop, the alarm went off on its own. <laughs> so I didn't have to deal with that um, anxiety feeling, which I thought, to me, that was like... Well, to me, I just sort of thought that's the universe playing with me. Because um, I have noticed a lot of times the universe has a really um, insane sense of humour. So I'm sure I'm sure that was um, like something like that, but... Um, when I got off the bus, I, as I was walking home, I, I thought about this more and more. Because my first thought was, I should have just turned it off when I heard it. But then I started thinking, I'm glad I didn't, because I got to experience all of these different feelings. Um, I also realised that, because I also started thinking, shall I make a big scene of it? Um, and pretend I didn't realise. And like, take my phone out and sort of go... Oh, I've been sat here wondering whose phone that was, and it was mine. Like I was thinking, do I draw attention to it? I was starting to try to work out all these different ways of uh, dealing with this thing. But in the end, I didn't have to do anything because, like, it stopped on its own. But what it made me realise was, you are in control of how you feel in these social situations. And it also made me realise that people don't say anything. <laughs> so... Like, even though that was really, probably, to some people, that was probably really annoying to have this alarm going off. Um, But nobody said anything. So it just shows that most people will not say anything, even though they're all thinking stuff. (laughs) But it was also um, showing me that you're in control, because if I wanted to, I could allow my thoughts to go off and think it was really funny and just enjoy watching everybody's reactions and sort of listening to my thoughts and just find the whole thing funny. But I could also allow my thoughts to go off and get really anxious and, like, really socially awkward. Um, And I was able to just sort of balance these two feelings at the same time, which was just really weird. And then I started thinking, because the more I thought about it, it just made me realise that 
life is exactly like that situation because for instance um like i said before on last week's podcast i think it was last last week's about sketching in public i said um like before i did it i was really scared um but the more i did it the more i realized that nobody cares so it is that all of these thoughts are in your head and if you go out for instance if you're going out to do sketching or painting in public if you go out there with the thought that it's going to be um, awkward or um, scary then that's probably what's going to happen but if you go out there thinking it's not then it won't so it's both at the same time and you can decide which way to take it and it's I start the more I thought about it the more I realized that everything is the same because even like with my transition going outside for the first time in public was really scary and there were times when you had people looking at you so you had in that moment you had a decision where you could choose whether you wanted to decide whether that person was looking at you like thinking negative thoughts or that they were looking at you thinking positive thoughts and the way I think about it is that they are thinking both it's like that um, Schrodinger's cat where the cat is both alive and dead at the same time it's only until you observe it that it becomes something. Well, I think the same thing goes on here. Say that time when I went out for the first time um, as a f- as my female self and somebody looked at me. At first, I would have thought they were thinking negative things. So I would have probably created a world full of negative things, which is why I would have got... That's why I got a lot of abuse um, when I first started going out. But then once I started thinking, no, people are nice... I was unable to turn it so that when somebody looks at me, I could just smile at them. And instead of looking at them negatively, thinking they're thinking negative things, you look at them thinking they're thinking positive things. So that makes you smile, which then makes them actually turn around and become positive. So even if they were thinking negative, you can make them become positive by being positive. (laughs) I hope that makes sense, but... Like, I I just, the more I thought about this, the more I realised everything is like that. And it also goes back to another gender clinic um, appointment I had. In one of the sessions, it was um, a session I was talking to my therapist about how I'd recently started having panic attacks again. And I was talking to her about how um, I can feel it coming on and and my whole body gets, like, um, hot and sweaty, which I... And I said to her, I really dislike that because it means I'm going to have a panic attack. Um, but she turned around and said, oh, I'm jealous because I really like that feeling. Because she's from Australia, I think. Um, she's used to that, like, hot temperature. So she said whenever she gets warm, when her body, when her whole body gets warm like that, it reminds her of being at home. And I remember when she said that, um, that thought went into my head at the time. And I sort of, I sort of recognised that that feeling of me getting warm and hot is only a negative feeling to me and only is, is only a negative feeling to me because I've associated it with the thought of panic attacks and I did think at the time if I could associate that warm feeling with say being on holiday or something and and turn it into a positive thing um, it would mean that basically nothing would ever be negative again because you could just or anything that was uh, negative you could just find a way to turn it into positives like the more i've thought about this the more i can see how absolutely everything is like this um even 
lucid dreaming, for example, right at the start of lucid dreaming, I started to get, um, I talked about this before um, in one of the podcasts. On episode two, I spoke about how I've, I had my first ever lucid dream. So it was so powerful that I started looking into lucid dreaming and realising it was something you could practice to get good at. Um, and lucid dreaming is where you become aware that you're dreaming and you can start like influencing the dream world. And you can use it for lots of things like creativity, overcoming negative beliefs and just understanding yourself a lot better. So I can see it's very powerful. But for the first month or so when I was started to learn lucid dreaming, um, I started to have these negative entities um, entering into my dreams and they were so scary well I thought they were so scary that um, it was actually making me that I remember for a few days I couldn't go to sleep without the light on um, and I was so scared that I almost thought about not doing any more lucid dreaming it was that scary it, it was really scary but the more I've been able to practice lucid dreaming the more I now look at these scary entities and I'm actually excited to see them because um, instead of being something that I'm scared of now, it's something because um, the dream expert, Robert Wagner, he always says, go towards the energy because uh, that's where you're going to get the most like wisdom. So he says, go towards the highest energy, even if it's positive or negative. Um, so that's what I've started doing. And like an example is the other day I had a lucid dream, which ended with... Um, a pack of um, really vicious looking black panthers um, like charging at me and my initial instinct was to run away so I started running and then I because I was lucidly aware I started I said to myself I'm not supposed to be running away from anything anymore I have to go towards it so what I did in the dream was I stopped running and all these panthers which looked really scary because they were there was also like a big fireball behind them that's what they'd come out of um all these panthers started running towards me and they started jumping as if they were going to claw at me but i just stood there and it's almost as if these panthers sort of realized that i wasn't scared and they basically just ended up all sitting around and it became a really peaceful almost beautiful dream where i sat around with all these black panthers (laughs) um so like i just started thinking about that how even in lucid dream you can turn like scary things into really positive things so and i think lucid dreaming is it's probably because i'm doing that in my lucid dreams it's probably helping me uh, become aware of this in like in the waking state so i feel like everything's just linked together in that like the, the whole sort of thing that i noticed today i guess was just that you really are in con- control of your thoughts and any situation can be looked at as a positive or a negative so even though that alarm going off was something that I thought was really awkward and for a moment I wished it hadn't happened I'm now really glad that it did because it just gave me this massive insight and so I just wanted to share that on the podcast I thought it was just so random and quite funny but it also links in with it links in to do with everything to do with art and transitioning and just basically anything to do with life really and even in the dream world so i just found that whole thing quite fascinating so that's this week's podcast i'd be interested to see what you think about that and if you maybe maybe if you've experienced something similar or something 
you can message me on at sophie at sophielawson.com because I'd really be interested if you try it yourself and like what you how it makes you feel because I, I feel I'm not sure whether everybody would feel the same way or not um, but I'd be really interested to see what would happen but I'd also like to experience it on the other end so I'd like to have been on that bus with the alarm going off to see how I would have reacted because I wonder if I would have been sat there thinking for goodness sakes will you turn that alarm off or if I would have just um, let it go and it brings me to something else actually because I've thought about this a lot is that like everything that you're doing um, you're learning from but in a way everybody else is learning as well because everybody on that bus that could hear that alarm going off was like having an experience so it just sort of made me makes me realize that everything you do is affecting everybody else um, and it, it kind of gets that spiderweb thing of how everything's linked together that's basically this week's podcast i'll put links in the show notes at sofreeart.com and i think that's it you can find me at sophielawson.com you can find my youtube videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson and i think that's it until next week hope you enjoyed this podcast and all that's left is this week's inspirational quote and it goes to neil Donald Welsh and it is life begins at the end of your comfort zone Neil Donald Welsh